Everybody has a different story, a different path in their lives. You might not know where your journey will take you to, but hopefully it will help you to make a difference in your life, in the lives of those around you, and the world. Welcome to The Journey on the Voice America Kids channel. We've got all kinds of stories this hour, so turn it up and enjoy the trip. Now, here are your hosts. Life is a journey filled with lessons, hardships, heartaches, joys, celebrations, and special moments that will ultimately lead us to our destination, our purpose in life. We are here to help you find that purpose. Thank you and welcome to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm Lauren. And today we are going to, we just finished up the three-week series on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, was really, really fun. fun. So, um, <laughs> Jinx, Jinx, one, two, three. Okay, so if you would, um, if you want to go check that out, it's the last three shows. So it was really fun to record, and so yeah. So, um, but this week we are going to be talking about love. Not like you know, like boy girl love, but like if you guys kind of know what the fruits of the spirits are, like in the Bible, like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and so on. You know. So, something like that, right, Sonia? Yeah, and so, before we do that, we are going to do our fun fact. It's going to be your last one. Yeah, also. we're going to start doing um, these devotion things that we're going to try out um, in a little while. So They're really good. They're yeah, kind they're, of, they're pretty fun, <laughs> and yeah. So, um, my fun fact is, it actually has to do with love, so it is, when people in love stare into each other's eyes, their heart beats in sync so like oh if wow you, like, like if they both are like really in love and they stare into each other's soul no just their kidding eyes. but their <laughs> eyes um their heart their heart beats in sync i'm guessing just for like a few seconds like not like forever but yeah, like yeah just for a few seconds okay mine is um my fun fact is um a couple of years ago well i don't know okay anyways like yeah <laughs> no, let me just tell my fun fact. Like, not a couple of years, well, a lot of years ago, I guess. In December of 1990, Norwood Hypermarket in South Africa bakes a pizza that weighs nearly 27,000 pounds. Oh, wow. That's like, like, that's like a lot. <laughs> Ew to me. Um, it fills also half a football field, uses nearly 10,000, <laughs> yeah, uses nearly 10,000 pounds of flour, and includes mm. thousands of pounds of cheese and onions. Yeah, mm. onion breath. Ugh. Ugh. That's gross. That's just... I like onions, but, like, I feel like onion pizza wouldn't be that good. Um, that doesn't make sense. You, like... But well, like, I like oh, onions um, and, like, burgers and stuff. Oh, just, like, okay. not, like, pizza. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna try quickly these little, like, devotion, devotion little things. things. So, I what it practically does, it, it it's, is it takes, like, a story and it... Um, somehow ties it into a Bible verse. Somehow, really, somehow. Yeah, somehow <laughs> ties it into a Bible verse, which is really cool because then it's like um, like a really cool story or a crazy story, and it's bringing it back to God always. So it's okay. pretty cool. So, but by the way, this is called Did You Know Devotion for Kids? Um, also, this can be found on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the one-year book of, like I said, Did You Know Devotion for Kids? It's really good. It's good for actually all ages, like I said. It's good, yeah. you know, why would we be reading it? It's actually good for our age, you know, so. Yeah, and it also has, like, each day. So, uh, we're yeah. not really following the days. Yeah, I have, like, I'm, I'm like August 20th. Y- yeah, so, so you could if you wanted so. to, but, I mean, it's not really, like, yeah. we're crying. We're crying. <laughs> required can i talk today (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm doing august 26th today okay how was a sinking ship saved by a comic book 
And also the verse that we're going to um, read in a little bit is Psalms 93, 4. In 1964, a cartoon character saved a real ship from sinking. It wasn't Popeye who lifted the ship out of the water or <laughs> Superman who blew it to shore. The heroes of the story were Donald Duck and his nephew Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay, that's just like weird. Huey, I have to tell Dewey, you that. Louie. Okay, a ship was coming into the harbor near Kuwait, getting ready to unload the 6,000 sheep it was carrying. Wow, that's oh like, like a lot of sheep. When it began to sink. Bad for those like sheep, even though it was like a long like, time ago. <laughs> okay, the people on land were very worried that the sheep would drown in the water and make it too dirty for drinking. Why aren't they caring about their sheep? That's just like, I know mean. they don't even like care about God the sheep. The They're just like caring about the water. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. There didn't seem to be any way to stop that from happening. Then a Danish engineer named Carl Foyer remembered a comic book from 1949 that he had read. In the book, Donald Duck and his nephews had found a sunken yacht ship and had brought it to the top of the water by filling it with ping pong balls. That's, like, weird. <laughs> Carl decided that this plan was worth trying. So, he had 27 billion. Wow, that's, like, billion, Like, not million. Yeah. Billion. Okay, 27 Whoa. billion plastic balls stuffed into the bottom of the ship. Amazingly, the ship stopped tilting and floated safely to shore. Donald Duck saved the day. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Okay. So what? Carl Foyer probably got a lot of admiration for being able to control the ship. But imagine if he had been able to control the ocean. The Bible says, Mightier than the violent raging of the seas. Mightier than the breakers on the shore. The Lord above is mightier than these. Psalms 93.4. Like I said, that's the Bible verse. So it kind of, like I said, ties it in. Only God can control the sea. Not only that, but God created the ocean in the first place. He made every grain of sand on its shores, and he even knows exactly how many grains they are, just like the hairs on our head. Once I read that in a little book when I was little. Yeah, so. I remember that. Like, um, like Not God my knows. Book, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like God knows, like every, how many hairs are on mm. your head, and how yeah. many grains of sand there are in one. Yeah. Beach or like stuff like that. Mm. Like He knows all. That's a lot more amazing than ping pong balls. Okay, and then Serena, yeah. I know you're going to read one. I like these that they're short, you know. Yeah, they're kind of, like, they're not too long, so, like, they drag on for, like, <laughs> ever, but they're just, yeah. like, something short, and it probably takes, like, five minutes yeah. to read, like, every day, so. Let me hear yours. Mine is, does an ostrich really bur bur bury its head in the sand? Almost everyone that? has this story, almost everyone has heard the story of how an ostrich hides hides his head in the sand when he's afraid. We laugh at the ostrich just because his head is underground. He thinks no one can see the rest of him. But actually, ostriches are smarter than that. They put their heads down, but not to hide their eyes. When the ostrich senses danger, he flattens his head, his neck across the sand, which makes the rest of his body look like a bush. He Okay, that's just, he is hoping that's his just enemy weird. won't notice he's there. If the enemy gets too close, the ostrich will get busy. He will hiss, kick, peck. Hiss? Yeah. Serious. An hiss. ostrich hissing. I guess that's like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> You're not an ostrich, Serena. Please act like a human. Oh my goodness. He will hiss, kick, peck, and or outrun his enemy. He could run up to sixty miles an hour and wow. can travel twenty-five feet each time he takes a step. The ostrich. Ostrich's legs are so strong that if he kicks you, you can be killed. If an ostrich doesn't like you, you have more reason to hide than he does. Mm -hmm. Wow, I did not realize ostriches were, like, so smart. I thought, I thought they, they were, were just, pretty dumb. I like, thought they just ah. did that, like, how it said before, because they thought they couldn't see the rest of them. 
Okay, we just learned. So now, so what? <laughs> if you are ever feeling afraid, remember this: the Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Psalm nine nine. So that's pretty good. Like, it's saying so. If you're ever afraid, just like use God's help, and He'll help you find it. Okay. Okay, so now are we, I think we're going to share the definition of love, right? Yeah, so okay. um, since we're, we are talking about love, so we're going to do our, well, the, like, like, Webster's definition of addiction. I think there's two definitions. Of I think love. I'm, yeah, there's yeah. two definitions that they put, and I really liked both of them. So. Okay, so one of them is, love is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as for a parent child or friend and Sharina's? so um what that's just like talk saying like if you're feeling warm inside or tingly like yeah you love them and then um another one that it gave was a profoundly tender passionate affection for another person so that's just kind of the same thing but like kind of more less words but like kind of yeah, more yeah. saying yeah. okay then um our definition of love well mine is a strong feeling that you feel for another person you would do anything for this person and when and it is also love is also when you put your life behind theirs mm, yeah like they come out. first and, and it's yourself. almost like you study each other you know like in foot races where you have to like you tie your legs together yeah. and it's almost like that where you have to study yourself you know together okay mine is a strong feeling like kind of strange a strong feeling that you feel for a special person in your life I would care about that person so much that I would probably, and hopefully, would do just about anything for that special person in my life. So, like, my mom, my dad, it doesn't even have to be your husband or wife. So, you know, I really, Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be, like, a husband or a wife. It could be your sister, brother, even a friend. Like, mm, yeah. you would, like, I would die for my friends. Like, you die for me. You're you. welcome. <laughs> I know. I'm just like amazing. But if you actually happened at the moment, I don't know. It'd be hard, you know, actually happen. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so I think, yeah. So okay, let's take a break. I'm Serena, and you're listening to the journey. want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America you're Kids a Channel. You're person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. You are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. 
Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm Lauren. And we are talking about love. Yay. <laughs> so um, we are going to start off by saying some fun facts about love and specifically um, hugs. So this is... I think you're going... The, yeah, this is the first fun fact that hugs, they alleviate our fears, which um, alleviate just means like gets rid of our fears or like sips, sip, makes them like go down and not so you're not as scared and it says in a study on fears and self-esteem research research published in the journal psychological science revealed that hugs and touch significantly reduce worry or mortality the studies found that hugging even if it was an inanimate object like a teddy bear helps soothe the internal existential fears which practically just means like even if you're just hugging a bear or like anything like anything much. or like even like your, your dog like or anything <laughs> yeah not really <laughs> rock come here i love you but like okay, that's even like your dog or ch- um like i don't know just anything it'll help like soothe your fears because mm, okay. i think it's because when you like embrace someone it's like I'm here for you, so, mm, yeah. like, you feel safe around them, so I think that's part of the reason why. Yeah. Okay. Mine also is, um, more hugs equals lower blood pressure. Okay, Shreena, can I hug you? I want low. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm joking. When, well, I do want lower blood pressure, but anyways, when someone touches you, then the sensation on your skin activates pressure receptors called panican corpuscles, which then sends signals to the vagus nerve, an area of the brain that is responsible for, among many things, lowering blood pressure, NPR reported. So that's kind of telling you, you know, if you hug someone, your low blood pressure goes down because, you know, there's like, it activates and, you know, it does something good for the body, something like that you could say, so, sum it up all. Yeah, to sum it up. So, um, we're going to do one more and then we're going to do three more um, later in the show, but... Um, our last one for now is that hugging can be good for our hearts. In an experiment at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, participants who didn't have any contact with their partners developed a quickened heart rate of 10 beats per minute compared to the 5 beats per minute among those who got to hug their partner during the experiment. So it practically like slows your heartbeat so you're like, okay, calm this, we good, I'm calm. Like, okay. let's do this. <laughs> okay. So, um, what do you want So, um, right now, so at my school, I took, um, this survey, or not a survey, but, like, I asked some people to, um, write down their definition of love. So we're going to share about four each, um, right now. So, and then okay. we're going to be doing about four each segment, so you get, like, a lot yeah, we're also going to give credit to the people who wrote this, yeah. but so some of them might not have names, sadly. Okay, so one of the kids wrote, love, have an affection for someone or something, really like, so, you know, they really so like So, like, you really or, like them, and you have, like, a, you care about them. Yeah, you care about them. So, um, this person, her name is Destiny, she wrote that love is not being able to live without someone, to be able to smile at the mention of someone's name, to work at... To work your hardest just to make the person happy. To be able to look someone in the eye and say, and say I love you, and 100% mean it. 
Mm. So I like I really like that one because like saying I love you doesn't necessarily mean like you love them a hundred percent. Like I love you, whatever. Like you actually love is like actually meaning it and saying I love you and meaning it with all your heart. You can almost feel it and hear it. The real love that they're saying. Yeah. So okay. Um. Austin wrote this. Love is many things, and yet it's not. Love is truth, true devotion. Caring, gender doesn't matter. So, you know, love. It's like love. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He practically described it. Okay, so um, this person, James, wrote, Love is showing showing care, compassion, feeling comfortable talking to someone about anything. So... Um, that's good. That also describes what you what love should be like. Like you should be able to talk to them about anything and everything. Okay. Love also. Um, somebody else wrote this. It doesn't sadly say name, but um, I'll give credit to the person. Love is the relationship between family or between a boy and girl. So that's what love is to them. Okay. Um. So this one's from Emily. Um. She's actually on a show before, so that's cool. But um. She wrote. That love is when you believe in someone or something strong enough to have a real connection with them, to believe them unconditionally. So when you think they're lying, but they, they're they not, like, you should be able to believe them 100%. Okay. You're listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. I'm Lauren. And I'm Serena. And today we are going to talk, for, well, we are talking about love, <laughs> so. Yeah, so, um. I'll give, like. Yeah. One more. I'll give another one that somebody else wrote. Okay, so Michael wrote this. It says, love is to enjoy someone's presence so much you feel lonely without them. You know, so sometimes when I'm, like, without, if my parents are around, like he said, when I, my parents are around, blah, I feel like <laughs> I can't talk right now. Okay, when my parents aren't around. I said that right, actually. Okay, wow. Anyways, or a friend. I don't have a friend over, you know. I sometimes feel, like, bored, you know. Sometimes yeah, I love like, to read, but I'm just, like, sometimes I just You kind of feel lonely. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, um, this person, Jason, or we all call him Trevor, um, wrote that love is w- when you and someone else share a great bond on such a high level that you understand each other in every way. It's when you and someone know you will do anything for each other. Love is a, is bliss. That, I really like that one because love, if true love, like, you're just in a bliss, you're happy, like, but I think a healthy relationship shouldn't be, like, perfect. I think a healthy relationship t- should have some arguments, but mm. it depends on how you solve the arguments. Like, yeah, if you scream one. at each other, then, like, don't talk to each other for, like, the whole day. I don't think that's healthy, but I think it's healthy if you argue, then talk it over, like, slowly. Okay. Yeah, and also we took this test. It's called like what is it called again? It's Serena? called like, the five apo- oh. or the five love languages. Okay, and so um, we're going to also quickly share our results. Yeah. So um, yeah. Go ahead. So, you go first. I'll let you. Well, go first. I was actually um, so there's five. There's quality time, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts, and words of affirmation. And um, my top one, like the one I like to be, how I like to be loved and I give out love, is physical touch. With, mm, and that just... Hugs. Yeah, that means like yeah. hugs, like... Mainly probably hugs. Yeah, or, mainly hugs, but okay? maybe like kisses or like just phys- something physical and not just saying like, I love you. Maybe going over there and like hugging me and saying like, I love you. Um, 
like if I got a good grade on a test, like yeah, being like high five, it. like good yeah. job, you got a good grade, yay. Yeah, encouraging you, uplifting you. Yeah, but mine was um words of affirmation. You know, just um very polite words like you know what you look really pretty today. Be like oh thank you. You know <laughs> <Thanks>. I like <laughs> nice <laughs> comments. <laughs> or you know where my parents say let's say they say I'm really glad you're my daughter. You know I'd be like. Thank you. But, you know, <laughs> or something where I say something, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm really, like, dumb right now. And she's like, so my mom was like, my mom was like, no, you're not, you know. And yeah, so like, it's like. struggling with something, or, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes it just makes me feel good and better. So that's why sometimes I'm very thankful that they say very kind yeah, words. So, so that's probably um, mine. Yeah, so we're going to, um, we encourage you to take the test. Um, we'll give you the website. And it the website is http a colon slash slash two slashes yeah www dot the number five lovelanguages dot com and that's spelled out yeah that's everything is spelled out no capitals except the five the five is like the number well yeah so five lovelanguages dot com slash profile slash teens slash okay um or like I just went. You could just type in five love, five love languages and oh, it'll Google, probably show probably. up. Yeah, and so um, we're going to... That was a very good test that I'm yeah. glad I took. You can see what yours is and say, Mom, Dad, can you do this to me? You, you could say yeah. so. And so um, we're going to kind of start explaining each one, not in like full detail, just kind of touching up on it. So Explaining it, what it yeah, is. Yeah, kind of explaining. So but maybe you'll um, be able to know what yours yeah, is. Yeah, so physical touch is a person... Who primarily, a person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and thoughtful touches on the arm can they can all be the ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicate warm, safety, and love to you. So that's practically just saying like um, the person a physical touch is like very touchy. Like instead of just saying something, you want like a hug with it, and like while neglect and yeah. abuse can be yeah, like yeah. destroy you and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and we're gonna tell some other ones like I said as a and like soon. So yeah. So um, let's take a break. I'm Serena and I'm Lauren, and you're listening to the journey. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. 
are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey on Voice America Kids. I'm Serena. And I'm Lauren. And we are talking about love. Yay! (laughs) Okay, so um, we're going to start it off with doing um, my class's definition of love. A couple more. So, um, Lauren? Okay. So, one um, person wrote, Love is to care for one another and do things for each other. So, you know, caring for each other, loving each other, loving on that person. So, So, um, this person, Tyler, wrote that love is when you care for someone, not just physically, but mentally. Love is when, no matter what happens, that person will still care for you. Mm, So, just no matter what, you guys are always together. Okay. Um, also somebody else wrote, love is two people or family care and would do anything for each other. Lots of people I would say are saying they care for each other, they love each other, they'll do anything. And that's what love is, sacrificing pretty much your life to not, well, yeah, you can literally sacrifice your life, but. Yeah. So, So, um, this person, person, Emily, it's a different Emily, which we said before, just so you guys know, it's. We have two Emilys. So um, this Emily says, love is when you put someone over everyone else. Love is where you care for someone no matter what they do. So again, like, no matter what, you always care for them. Mm, okay. Um, here's another one. Love is a feeling in which you feel for someone if you like them a lot. Like like I said, caring, loving for them, you have a great feeling for them. So. Okay, so um, this person, Jason says, a caring relationship between two individuals. These two people care for each other and always support each other. So, again, no matter what, like, you always support each other. You're always there for each other. Okay. Um, Love is where there is someone that you trust, know, and care for. That is by Paige. You know, you have to trust someone to love them. You have to know them to love them, of course. So, also, you're going to... Okay, so, um, this person said love is passion undescribable feelings for someone you care for love is family pets friends etc so like yeah even pets or friends mm, yeah. or family anything yeah i love you <laughs> okay um hannah wrote this love isn't a word it's a feeling and emotion of you to another person how you express your feelings to someone how much they mean to you so like you pretty much love them and stuff so and emotion and feeling i really how like i really like how hannah explained that it's a very 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 good okay so so um so now we are going to do kind of like like the rest of those like what would you call them um the like, five love languages yeah serena field ex- um, kind of explain what it is serena will we say the physical touch you can just hear that but oh wait so mine that I was, the top one, was words of affirmation. It is, um, actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love send you, send, sends your spirits skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and, not, and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. I've heard some, like, unkind words before from friends. Not you, yeah. <laughs> Um, And so, you know, sometimes I'm like, wow, they said that. And I keep mentioning it to my mom. She's like, I'm like, that really bothered me. And they don't, like, yeah, you know. And I think 
you know, like, I have a friend, I think. I don't remember. Anyways, so, you know, I just get frustrated when I'm like, oh my goodness, I really would like them to be actually like this yeah. and be nice or something. And my mom's like, you know what? So, like, words are really important yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like, for example, I think I have a friend, I'm not sure, I think they do, that, like, I have a rabbit named Chocolate, and um, he's so sweet. Anyways, feels like rabbit. And um, they, um, she, like, Call, instead of calling him chocolate, she calls him chocolate latte. And I get really upset about that. I'm like, can't you just call him chocolate, you know? So that's where I get upset, and even that little thing, you know? So that's yeah. where I'm very, wor- I'm a word person where I love you, or, hey, I'm sorry, I'll keep calling him chocolate, that's your rabbit, you know? Even her mom's ha- mom has done that before. So that's yeah. where I get, you know, frustrated by that, because it's my rabbit, I named it, just use it by So, thing. yeah. What's yours again, Serena? I don't um, remember. So my top one was physical touch, and... To sum it up, again, it's um, just you're very touchy and um, hugs, pats on the back, thoughtful touches on the arm. They can always be shown excitement, concern, care, with love. So it's very um, crucial to do that. And if you don't, then, like, I'll be hurt if you, Mm. like... I'll be nice to you. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Okay. Um, You're listening to The Journey on Voice to Make Kids. I'm Lauren. And I'm Serena. And today we're talking about love, and we're finishing up on the five love languages and, like, what the five are. So mine was words of affirmation, Serena's was physical touch, and another one of mine was acts of service. Okay, can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities, weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you, laziness, vocal comments, and making more work for them, tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. So, you know, when sometimes my mom's all like, hey, I know this sounds like silly, but hey, do you want me to tell you what? I'm like, oh, sure, thanks. You know, sometimes yeah, I'm like hey. a little bit lazy and I don't want to go do it, and I'm like, and there's nothing like to suck, and so my mom's like, "Hey, do I feel that for you?" I'm like, "Oh, wow, just it's just a water bottle. How is it a big deal?" But she wants to be kind and do that, and she loves me, and that's that to me is showing love. So yeah. showing it is one yeah, way of so, showing love. Um, my actually second one um, is quality time, and it l- quality time is where in uh, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical but not but really being there with the tv off working that down and all chores and tasks on standby make you feel truly special and loved distractions postponed activities or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful so like i don't like it when you interrupt me i like when you're listening i like when can i uh, wait well i want to interrupt you thanks lauren yeah but yeah like, yeah you're welcome. i like when people are actually like paying full undivided attention to me and like not I'm being rude or anything. Was that rude of me interrupting <laughs> and saying I'm sorry? Okay. Um, another one of mine was receiving gifts. And this is actually the fifth one, so mm-hmm. the last one. And it's probably also for both. All of them are ours, but these were, like, my top three. Those were Serena's top two. And also receiving gifts. You know, we love to receive gifts as kids because we're kids. But, but it's you know, not like how we like to be loved. Like well, a lot, some, I like it. Like, yeah, but, like, I like it. You know, money it's is more like, like words... Ca- are more important than your presents, yeah. but some people are like receiving gifts because that shows like that they 
love you and so yeah. they know what's wrong so they want to give you something to make it I up. I know you so. guys like might think you know you're really like well what about presents? I was like that first but if you take this test wow it can really affect you and also if you try to actually like ask your parents one of your parents to give you something and then one of your parents to say I love you I care about you you're so you know see the difference literally well you don't yeah. have to do that it's just yeah. an idea but anyways I'll say this okay receiving gifts don't mistake this love language for material okay for materialism, the receiver of gifts thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtfulless gift would be disastrous. So with the absence of everyday gestures, gifts are heartful symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you. So, you know, sometimes, like I said, whenever I get a gift or something for my birthday, I'm like, oh, wow, thanks. You know, they actually put money effort, you know, into that. And, uh, like, my dad, he likes to do this randomly. He'll take a um, box and he'll he'll have a little present in it. He'll put a box around it, wrap paper in it, wrap um, another box, or put another box. So he has, like, like a couple boxes. Yeah, and so I'm like, wow, he put effort into that, and I'm actually having fun trying to open it and, you know, and do all that. So, you know, something like that. Yeah, so... so, um, we're going to kind of talk about um, the confusion in love because there's a lot of confusion. Lots of people think that love doesn't exist because, oh. like, um, <laughs> if someone's been, let's say someone's parents were divorced, mm. I mean, it's hard to kind of love because uh, you went through that and so it's like, oh, love doesn't exist. And so a co- that was actually one of the couple of the answers. We didn't share them, but... Um, there's I know this one girl who her dad went through a lot. He um got in a car crash and he like forgot everything. Mm, that's and sad. so she is like really bummed and doesn't believe true love exists mm. cuz like how could this happen? He he loved us but he forgot us. Mm, that's sad. But like sh- now she's mind. better but like it's just kind of like that and so lots of people don't think well, it exists and so there's lots of confusion in it yeah i will quickly give you an example though my mom um her parents were the first but he had my mom on a couple shows back you guys should listen to it, it was really good she was good on it anyways um she was like a pro. i'm joking <laughs> um she her parents divorced and but she was able to work through it with god god really helped her that's why we're really trying to help you find your purpose in life uh, and our purpose and our, like, we want God in our life. So that's why we're trying to share to you about him. And maybe you accept him or maybe you have. So, anyways. Yeah, so, um, let's take a break. I'm Serena. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to The Journey. does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. 
are listening to The Journey on Voice America Kids. It's real people, real stories, real life. Let's get back to this week's show. Welcome back to The Journey. I'm Serena. And I'm Lauren. And we are talking about love. (laughs) Yay. And so um, we are just going to kind of briefly talk about the difference between obsession and true love. So obsession is when you won't leave the person alone and mm-hmm. you're like crazy about like them. crazy. That's, like it's okay to be like crazy like, like I love you a lot and I want to be spending my life with you but like not like stalking them. Like there's yeah. a fine line between that and mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. um love is really distorted sometimes and I found this story where this woman like stalker plans a wedding with like the person she's stalking and so some will die for love and some will kill. And mm. the Bible says you should be able to die for your loved one, whether it's a family, friend, anyone, but you shouldn't you shouldn't kill for it. Mm, but not kill. Okay. Also, um, there's different types of love in the Bible, but um, one of them is 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Shrina, do and it is, um, like she said, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and it is, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So there's like a bunch of different ones. There's um, faith, hope, love, and like, there's just different ones that we could go over. But so just different stuff like that. Okay. Also, um, what do you want to share next? So um, we have some other bible verses that we would like to share okay with you and so um okay one of them is luke six thirty-five. but love your enemies do good to them and lend to them without expecting to, and to get anything back then your reward will be great and you'll be sons of the most high because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked now i think you will get rewards in heaven for doing certain stuff but you don't want to i like i want to do the rewards just to get you know crowns but then we're going to be handing them over to jesus but you know you want to do your work willingly for the yeah. lord not oh i want crowns you know but yeah so but if you, you help an enemy you might get crowned i don't know you know so yep. what's the other one trina um so there's romans thirteen ten, and it is love does not harm its neighbor or sorry love does no harm to its neighbor therefore love is the fulfillment of the law so that's just saying that um love doesn't do harm to anyone it helps anyone for anything it could fulfill your life like Mm. if you love god there there could be a hole and then if you ask god for forgiveness and you love god then that hole will be filled okay yeah um another one of them is mark 12 31 the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. That's talking about, that's actually, there's a lot to explain about that verse there. It's all, kind of. Um, love your neighbor just like, you know, we're supposed to love ourselves. We're not supposed to, oh, I hate myself. I hate that God made me, you know, whatever. We're yeah. supposed to love ourselves. So I'm supposed to love my neighbor. Now, Serena was my neighbor, but she's my friend, which is better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be nice. Okay, anyways, don't go on about that. Um, it would be nice if you were my neighbor. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just said it. Anyways, um, you know, so, like I said, they're kind of talking about where as you're supposed to love yourself. As much as you love yourself, love your neighbor the same. You know, even though maybe they're a little bit crazy or whatever. So, anyways, what's the other one? Uh, so, um, we're, there's some more. So, this one's First Corinthians, 
Corinthians, Corinthians, sorry, 13, 4 through 8, and it is, Love is patient, love is kind, it is not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrong, record of wrongs. Love does not delight in the evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And I, that one's like, that's about my favorite the one. Yeah, I like love that one, and because um, it's just saying like love never fails. You trust on love. If you love God, I'll nothing. Everyone, everything will be like awesome, and yeah. Because God is awesome, so it'll all be good. Yeah, and also that's what the fruits of the spirit. And like I said, our um, we have done love now, and we've done maybe forg- we well we not maybe, but we did forgiveness. We finished the three weeks here, and so possibly maybe we'll do um like the rest of um not love but joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and then we already did forgiveness. Maybe we'll do that. So, anyways. Um, I also have another verse to share. It's Luke six thirty one. Do to others as you would have them to do you. Okay, so if you want to, you know, if you punch someone, that means you want them back to do it to you kind of thing. Well, not, yeah. like, you know, just think about what you do to them. You know, if you steal something, do you want them to steal something from you? You know, and I feel like that's very important because it can help you, like, remember, you know, wow, I really wouldn't want them doing it to me, so maybe I shouldn't have so I shouldn't do it to them. Yeah. So. so um, this is actually the last one we're going to share today, and it is First John four seven. Dear friends, let us let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. So that's just saying, if you love, you know God, and because He loved you, and everything's good, and so yeah. Okay. We are also going to share some really crazy love stories. Yeah, so like, I'm going to share one straight now. They're not they're actually like really cool and it just shows yeah. if you do stuff out of the ordinary, you will probably find love and Yeah. Oh, wait, so love could find you. This one this one the title is it's really funny. Hey, let's sell mom. James Doyen was worried about his mom, Sandy Firth, after going through a dis- divorce in 2000, 2003. The 63-year-old the 63-year-old grandma of four just couldn't meet the right man. She was lonely. So the dutiful son decided to take charge of the situation by selling her kind of on eBay. Okay, so Doyen posted a flattering photo of his mother alongside these words. My Yiddish mother, mama for sale. Beautiful, great cook, educated, archiculture, family-focused, caring, priceless. The starting price, one British pound. Doyen and his mom did live in England, so that's why, you know. The ad went on to describe Firth as being in used condition, but in pretty good working order, (laughs) with no real defects or signs of wear and tear. She's stylish and loves to wear the latest fashion, sometimes forgetting her age, Doyen added. At first, Firth was stunned to be an eBay. That'd be, like, crazy. This is really funny to me. Okay, but then she warmed to the idea. My son is very innovative, she told the British newspaper, the Daily Mail. I've had some rotten times, and he has been through them with me. So he really loves his mom. That shows love. That just you know? shows, It like, doesn't show, like, love, hugs, kisses, stuff like that. Yeah, and, um, uh, and just so you guys know, it actually, she did end up finding someone, and, um, like, but she ended up getting taken off eBay. So because, you guys can't find her. Yeah, like, I want to do that. Like, we should do that. that's, like, not, 
that's I, like against the rules of yeah. eBay. You can't sell hey, anyone. Hey, so hey guys, do you think we should put like screen on eBay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So um, here's another one. It's called a shared moment on number five train. So Patrick Margaret. Moberg was 21 years old when he saw the girl of his dreams on a New York subway train in November 2007. She's wearing blue gym shorts over blue tights and she had rosy cheeks and a red flower in her hair. Moberg said the pair shared a moment. There's been a ton of pretty girls I've seen on the train, but I couldn't just shake this one, he told the New York Post. So he dashed home and built an internet page, nygirlofmydreams.com, and set out trying to find her. He drew and posted a sketch of two of them describing in detail what each of them was wearing when they locked eyes. He took the, step, took the added step of writing not insane on the sketch and pointing out his head with a little arrow. And guess what? He found her. Okay, that's just crazy. That's so, like weird. That's crazy. So what happened was one of her friends came across the site, recognized the description, and sent him an email. And they've been in touch with e- each other. So let's see what happens. And that is just crazy because that shows like people will do anything for love. Mm. And sometimes it's a good thing. Like it's not always a bad thing. And yeah. So and also you can't, the, he did say you can go back on the page, but it's like he's done with it. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's in contact with the girl and stuff. Yeah, so. so. Anyways, we are also quickly going to um, finish this up and share the other three like fun facts on love with the hugs. So I'm um, going to share one. Adults can benefit from hugs. According to researchers at Ohio State University, hugging and physical touch becomes increasingly important with age. Okay, Serena, can I hug you more and more when (laughs) I go? (laughs) Okay, the older you are, the more fragile you are physically. So contact becomes increasingly important for good health. University, um, wait, where was that? University physicologist Janice Kylett Glacier told USA Today, Studies have shown that studies have shown that loneliness, particularly with age, can increase stress and have adverse um, health effects. By hugging someone, we instantly feel closer to that person and decrease feelings of loneliness. So, right, so um, that's just practically saying that it can help you. So, if your kid, go hug your mother right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, or dad. Or somebody. Yeah, or dad. Or not grandma. Not though. Or, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Not sure, but okay. So, um, hugs car and are <laughs> car car. Hugs are a natural stress reliever. When we embrace, we Im- immediately reduce the amount of stress hormone cortisol produced in our bodies, and that's just like the stuff that makes you like really stressed. Um, hugs can also make our bodies release release tension and send calming messages to the brain so hug that's just me. saying I when you like hug <laughs> like kind of like the um letting go of our fears like when you hug you feel safe so you like calm down mm. yeah and you love can like, do a lot of yeah things. love can do a lot Hugging of things can do like, a lot of things also yeah um quickly another thing is i'll finish it up and wrap it up um well-hugged babies are less stressed as adults I feel like my mom hugged me a lot. I, I know, it's like... I know, it's I, like... When I read this one, sh- I was like thinking of it. I was like, like uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Hug them while when they're still little. Anne and Mori University study in rats found a link between touch and revealing stress, particularly in the early stages of life. The research concluded that the same can be said of humans, citing, citing the ba- that baby's development, including how they cope with stress as adults. 
depends on a combination of nature and nurture. So, you know, that's talking about, I hope my mom hugged me when I was a baby. I so, I'm so like, relieved, like, if you have a little brother or sister or, go hug any, them. or like a little cousin or, or anything, your mom to hug you. go hug Somebody. them and then you will be happy and yeah. not stressed. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, we're going to go. We'll see you next week. So, thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Journey. This I'm Lauren. And I'm Serena. And this show is produced by Kids Start for the Voice America Kids Network. Kids Start Radio. We empower kids. Thanks for listening. Come along for another edition of The Journey next week with your hosts. We'll be back on Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Until the next show, think about where your journey could take you. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the now from the Kickstart of the month, here is the Wispops and their song Sea Turtle. Left so many clues
Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 